Ravenclaw show. I want people to feel the cold. <laughs> yeah, we live in Florida. It's 80 degrees out today. And that's I don't know what you're doing with a skull cap on. <laughs> that's cold to me. I'm a Floridian. Tried and true. I don't want the rest of the country to feel left out. All right. As uh, you all climb into the chat room on Facebook. I see you all getting in there. <laughs> Uh, I like right. this. You like the award? Oh yeah. <laughs> it lights up too. Oh really? Yeah. I don't... Yeah, if you plug it into your USB. Oh, okay. yeah. I'll do that. I'll do that later. <laughs> we'll we'll set that up for the uh, the uh, Disney Plus oh, stream. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. Got to do something special for the, those guys. Yep. All right. Uh, hey, that's not John. If you're watching live, that's Edward. He is one of our uh, Patreons and longtime listener. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm doing a radio show now. Longtime listener, <laughs> first Edward. Time, first time caller. First time caller. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I'm like Don, Don, uh, Don Imus now. Uh, no, Edward, uh, we did a couple shows for our Patreons, our extra, extra. Uh, so you'll listen to those uh, mm-hmm. this week. And uh, he's joining us now. We're going to do the news. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we got a Disney Plus show to wrap up uh, the evening with. So. That, that's all? Yeah. I was hoping we are going to keep going. Yeah. We, we could do more shows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were uh, at the parks this weekend, correct? Yes, sir, yeah, I was. So what did you do uh, that was interesting and exciting? Um, Saturday, I went on Rise. Um, that's okay. pretty much a... Uh, a uh, sabbatical I take every yeah. Saturday. Every you wake Saturday. up early and you get your boarding pass and you go do other things. <laughs> um, went to Epcot, went to Magic Kingdom. I got a Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Big Thunder Railroad, and Space Mountain Fast Passes all yesterday while I was on the monorail to there. What? I'm a master of using the system, so yeah, I can... Well, I can, you'll have to tell me that trick. <laughs> I can get things I need to get when I want to get them. So I had all those Fast Passes. Uh, I got them at 10 a.m. Wow. and I used them all b- uh, by 1.30. Uh, and then... <laughs> Then I uh, headed back out and hit the hit the rest of the parks. But the only one I didn't do was Animal Kingdom. And then on Sunday I did um, Universal and Islands. Wow! What about yourself? Holy mackerel! You were <laughs> a park junkie. Obsessed. All right. Uh, where do I start? Uh, Saturday. Where was I? Oh, Saturday I was at the uh, uh, Festival of the Farts. I mean Arts. <laughs> and uh, we tried the new Canada brunch. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. And so, how was it? A lot of food. Okay. So there's a... Well, it's shared. It's a, a basket of, past, of pastries. That's your appetizers. Then everybody picks their own entree. Okay. I had uh, lobster and grits. Oh. And it was a big, I mean, massive amount of grits. It had to be like two pounds of grits in my bowl. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. So what, a lot of grits, a little lobster? Well, it was like a lobster tail that was, you know, chopped chopped up but uh there was more grit than there was lobster obviously yeah. uh there's a cinnamon roll french toast that uh, someone else had at my table wow sounds delicious oh susan had the steaks uh e- eggs benedict okay which was pretty good too wow well, good price point yeah it wasn't that bad uh and then you get a dessert um it's called coffee and donuts but it's like a frozen it it, it served in a coffee cup but it's more like a a pudding creme brulee kind oh, of thing. Oh, okay. And yeah. it's frozen or is it warm? Uh, it's chilled. And then you get uh, two donuts, one with powder on it and one with a caramel sauce on it. Oh. Which were quite tasty. Yeah. That sounds like uh, quite the meal. Sounds like something yeah. I definitely want to do. I think do. it was like 69, I want to say. All right, never mind. I don't want to do it anymore. 
don't know. I like variety, so I yeah. like the option of having you know yeah. kind of multiple yeah. things to do. Right. Um, but for seventy bucks, I could I could build my own variety. Yeah. Uh, around different parks. Yeah. So. So we went to uh, and then we went to see the Canada the new movie. That's exactly uh, what I was going to ask you. That was this weekend too. First yeah. time I've seen it. Yeah, that was that wasn't bad. That was good. I like uh, Maureen O'Hare and uh, uh, Eugene Levy as narrators. Like Maureen was good. Yeah. These guys are just as good. They're Canadians. I didn't like it because it was like a travel brochure for Come to Canada, please. Well, they all are. That's the whole purpose of them. I mean, the lands one wasn't, which is the first time I saw that was this weekend as well. Yeah. Um, I really liked that one, but yeah. no, this one, I thought it was too, too preachy. Too, yeah. please come to Canada now. We're all freezing, and we'd really like your money. Yeah, uh, I always get like a little vertigo motion, mm. you know, mm-hmm. in those three sixty theaters when it, the camera starts moving forward. Yeah, that's no, just me. Well, you almost wonder why they don't give it the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor treatment, where mm. you let people sit down and relax, because. Yeah. I mean, for a new show, yeah. I only had maybe 20 people in there yeah. in, in a stadium that can hold hundreds. Yeah, if that thing was all like just giant benches, yeah, you could fit probably a bazillion people in you there. Don't, Why not? You don't need the extra capacity. Nobody's going yeah. there. So at least if you give people a break. And, and there's really yeah. no reason to use the 360 degrees. I mean, right. uh, 180 would be fine. Yeah, exactly. Because I, mean, I didn't see half the show that was behind me. <laughs> yeah, and if you turned around, it was when they started clipping things off. That yeah. was more of the clips you saw behind you. They could have easily yeah. done it on the front and just switched the clips. Right. Uh, you know, I don't like it when they f- shoehorn things in and they force things into where they are. Just right. make it better. Just yeah. upgrade it. Go ahead and make it with bench seats, air conditioning. People are going to take right. a break in the middle of summer anyways. Just change it. But yeah. instead, they you know forced it in there. Canada probably didn't want to pony up the dough to right. fully retrofit this Probably the stadium. Not. Yeah. Uh, did you? Uh, and then I went over to Paris and we did the new uh, Beauty and the Beast sing along. I missed. I went there for breakfast. Oh. It wasn't open until eleven, so I said oh, I'll come back later. Got there at like seven thirty. It closed at seven. Oh. So I didn't get to do that. You, oh. didn't, miss, you didn't miss anything. Oh man, it was the worst show you think of the Horrible. day. Horrible. Really. Okay, so first of all, they're not utilizing the whole entire 180 screen. Okay. They're only using a square, like what we would call 4.3. So like one third of the screen yeah, is being yeah. used. like the center block, and that was it. Uh, and then it's not like uh, the Frozen sing-along. There's no mm-hmm. actors or actresses. It's uh. just the movie. Then they have the words down at the bottom. They're not even utilizing all the speakers in the theater. Wow. Uh, And they've kind of twisted the story Mm -hmm. to say that LeFou is the mastermind that got Belle and the Beast together. Isn't LeFou like the best friends with the villain? No, that's uh, the other guy. The short guy. I can't think of his name. I thought thought LeFou LeFou was the short guy. The candlestick guy. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm not. Lemire. Lumiere. Lumiere. Oh, yeah. Lumiere. Oh, yeah. Lumiere. Lumiere was the one who got them together. Exactly. Oh, yeah. okay. And it's kind of a little, you know, they had to do some new, uh, obviously, animation because, you know, not all of this was ripped from the movie. Mm-hmm. So it looks a little bit different than the original movie. And you're like, that doesn't look like stuff that would have been in the movie. <laughs> yeah, there's like pieces that don't look like the movie yeah. and the pieces that do. Exactly. Oh, so exactly. they did a great job with continuity. Yeah. Now, Don Hahn, I think, still produced this, who produced the movie, but it just doesn't have the continuity feel, I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, it just it just wasn't, I don't know. I would have rather just seen the uh, Impressions de la France. Uh, <laughs> again and again. Yeah. 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 
They didn't even do anything in the theater. The the seats are old. The carpeting is old. There was no rehab in the theater at all. None. And, and it wasn't a completely new movie. It was only a partially new movie. Yeah. So what did they spend the money on? I don't know. So I didn't go back. I wanted to go back and see, you know, because uh, I think Impressions TV... Beauty and the Beast is in the morning, and then it flips over to the regular uh, France thing at night. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's only good in the morning or afternoon, and then it flips over to the regular movie. So I wanted to go back and see that because I've heard now it's in 4K. Wow. And I was like, oh, that'll look really cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I I didn't get a chance. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, now that I know that, this weekend I'll probably have to pop in and check out both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't go to the land thing because I heard that was not that spectacular i really liked it <laughs> i think what it fails from is it's like imagine doing monsters in Claflor, mm. but instead of having that pre-show where they kind of let you understand where right. you're going and why they right. don't do any of that you just go into a blank space yeah and then you walk into a room and boom right. um but i thought the show was good and it didn't feel preachy um you know where the last show felt kind of preachy in parts but yeah. um you know Good job selling the land and and uh, the advantages of the earth and kind of how we're destroying the earth and how we can improve. Yeah. So if you're watching us live on Facebook, I wanted to show you what the new uh, Epcot map looks like. I'm going to start uh, trying to get one every week hmm. because obviously the construction's going to change. But yeah. Uh, oh, it's hard. It's, it's tough to see this with the green screen. Uh, <laughs> this hole here <laughs> is this green area where they've kind of penciled in everything that was on the east side of the park. Yeah. The walkways are gone. The buildings are gone. Mm -hmm. So they just filled it in with grass, but there's not actually grass there. Uh, so I'm going to uh, collect these, and now <laughs> I'm going to see if I can make like a little flip book yeah. <laughs> of the construction, how they've wiped the things off the map. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then yeah. yesterday... I like the walkway to the, the Living Seas, though. Did you see the walk? The I new, didn't go that way. So there's a new walkway that takes you straight from the entrance to the Living Seas. Yeah, I took Which, the Skyliner over through International Gateway. I never uh, went to Future World. Okay, so that's the one advantage, I would say, is before, to get to the Living Seas, it was, yeah. uh, it was a trek. You had to like mm. go up, down, around, left, yeah. right, and then yeah. you were in a cul-de-sac. Right. Now they've made it where it's really accessible. Yeah, you can get to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I saw uh, a couple artists. I popped in. I saw uh, Kevin John. Okay. Oh. I know, who's a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. uh, Greg McCullough, who I also know, uh, is a friend of mine. Uh, and then Jared, uh, I can't think of his last name, Japanese guy that does Kawhi. Oh, okay. So, uh, and then Sunday, yes, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> we, uh, 14 of us, went to go see mm. Aladdin on Broadway. Where well, at? It's the Broadway show of Aladdin. Here at the Dr. Phillips Center in oh, Orlando. Okay, downtown Orlando. Yeah, downtown Orlando. Nice. Um, and good, how was it? It was fantastic. Uh, good tip. You only need 10 people to get group pricing. And Ooh. group pricing allows you to buy the tickets before they go on sale to the public. Wow. So you get first dibs on seats. Nice. So if and you a wanted, discount? You do get a little bit of a discount as well. Nice. Maybe yeah. upgrade your seats instead of sitting in the nosebleeds. You get a little closer. We sat in the orchestra. Wow. We had almost an entire row. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, so this was good. I would, If this comes to your city, it's not done touring. If this comes to your city, I would tell you uh, it's not the original cast, obviously. It's <laughs> the touring cast, mm -hmm. but they're still very good. Would you rather watch the new movie or watch the show? Watch the show. Wow, okay. Well, watch the show. Tony's still have all the songs, 
Lots of dancing, great uh, uh, special effects on the stage, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, interesting things. If you saw the original, it's almost the same. Okay. Because I went back today to watch some video of this, of uh, the original, to see how, you know, what they had to change for the touring mm-hmm. and almost nothing. Wow. Okay. It, it's pretty damn close. Pretty nice. damn close. Nice. Yeah. The only weird thing was during uh, about halfway through the first act, mm-hmm. They had to stop because they had a technical difficulty. What? Did somebody <laughs> fall off a carpet? Uh, somebody had to go to the bathroom. The costume zipper got stuck. I don't know. But for whatever reason, uh, it stopped for about 10 minutes, and then they oh. started right up where they left off. So You could go get your popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you could have done that. Yeah. Uh, another tip I'll tell you is prepay for your valet parking if you're oh. going to go. Uh, do you val- have to do valet down there? You don't, you don't but there's no real place parking. attached to the building you have to go okay. to some parking garage and then walk over and in the summer you don't want to do that especially if you're dressed up yeah so the valley parking is worth it it goes really quick mm-hmm. and the other thing you could do is if you buy a drink when you go in mm-hmm. you can ask for a reload so if the show has an intermission they will have your drink ready on the counter uh, so you just go and pick up your reload that's amazing yeah yeah, Man, that's that, another good tip. That's like one step before them bringing it to you. Right. I mean, you can't beat that. Right, right. All right. Are you ready uh, to yeah. get into the show? If I'm, if you're ready, I'm ready. Okay. Hey, on this week's show, we have news about Pixar Night uh, coming to Disneyland. Space 2020 Restaurant is pushed back yet again. We got a good story about no that. No way. Yep. Uh, Fast Fast Plus for Mickey's Runaway Train is now available. We have meetups, trivia, and so much more on this week's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Park Hopper John from WDWParkHoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Hey, if you're planning a Disney trip to a Disney park anywhere in the world, I would highly suggest that you contact Destinations to Travel. You can go to www.disneyparkspodcast.com forward slash D2Travel. And they will help you plan your next trip. And I think right now there's still a special uh, going on for where guests can save up to 20% on rooms in early 2020. So give them a call or go to uh, DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash D2Travel.com. And also on our webpage, you go check out, uh, they are uh, doing an adventure by Disney, mm-hmm. and they are also including a special dinner with uh, Disney legend Bob Gurr, Disney legend Garner Holt, Disney uh, historian Jeff Barnes, uh, which will be at Steakhouse 55 in Disneyland, uh, California. So go check that out. All right. All right, next up. We have where you can oh oh, uh, oh yeah. Uh, so the Adventure by Disney price is uh, single occupancy is forty eight oh nine, double and triple or quad is a uh, 
$34.39 for the adventure by Disney. And uh, a ch- children, or just a schmear, $32.69. That's all? <laughs> That's I, it. I know you took an ABD out there in California. Would you yes. recommend it? Highly. Wow. You get to see stuff that you can't see on any other Disney tour. Plus, you get a tour of the Disney studio, which you can't get unless it's a D23 thing, too, because it is a closed lot. Oh, okay. They don't give out tours. It's not like Universal or Warner Brothers. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that's by invite only. I got to try it out at some point. Yeah. All right. You ready for some news? I'm ready. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. All right. First up, we have Celebrate friendship and beyond at disneyland after dark pixar night on march 5th so you can join them for a playful fun evening at disneyland after dark uh this is pixar night they're doing a couple of these there's date night pixar night i think star wars night which is doing I think the weekend of celebration, Star Wars celebration in okay. Anaheim. So it's not just villains repeated over and over again no. for a hundred nights. No, it's not. So this is a special after park hours event that'll celebrate uh, the world's best loved stories and characters from Pixar animation, including the Oscar winning Toy Story Four. <laughs> just want to throw that out there. <laughs> uh, unique entertainment, special foods, one of a kind photo ops, collectible merch, and much, much more. Pixar Night takes place on March 5th from 5 to 8, uh, on March 5th from 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. at Disney California Adventure Park. That's where all the Pixar stuff is. Makes sense. Yep. Uh, there is a dance party, Super Look Fashion Walk, probably sponsored by Edna. Edna Mode. Probably, I would assume. Yep. Uh, special limited time food. Uh, photo opportunities, character encounters, merchandise, and after-hour access to attractions. I like the fact that they have the character access. I think that's the biggest complaint yeah. you hear coming out of the, the villains. Right. Is that you don't have character access, and why not? You're yeah. only paying $129 right. for right. four hours. Right, and they'll probably throw in some special characters as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. ones that are not normally running around. Yeah, or have different costumes. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, sort of yeah. It'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could go. And me too. Making the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway marquee. Earlier this week, Walt Disney Imagineering marked a milestone on the attraction's progress by unveiling its dazzling new marquee. We want to make sure that we're providing an amazing marquee that really celebrates the entrance into a great attraction at Disney's Hollywood Studios, said our director, Phyllis Hillis. Philip Hillis. Mm-hmm. The marquee is brought to light by blinking bulbs and animated depictions of Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse created with real, handcrafted neon. It takes its design cue from the extravagant, made-for-the-movie marquees that were custom-designed for the premieres of epic films in the mid-20th century. It also connects to the design and glamour of the Chinese Theater and Hollywood Boulevard, the main thoroughfare throughout the park. When the attraction debuts on March 4th, Disney's Hollywood Studios guests can head to the Chinese Theater to see the world premiere of Mickey and Minnie's latest cartoon short entitled Perfect Picnic. The theater will serve as the magic portal through which the theater goers can burst directly into the cartoon world. I can't wait for this. This is something I've been waiting for since Well, you were there, right? At Hollywood Studios? Studios, Oh, yeah, yeah, this weekend. Yeah, was the sign up? I didn't go look at Uh... it. it, The funny thing was I had to wait for the Star Wars... 
um, show uh, stage to move past. So I was uh, sitting there waiting for it. I could have easily just done a 180 and t- yeah. taken a look. Um, right. But I was trying to blast my way out to go somewhere else. So yeah. uh, I was not paying attention. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, hopefully I'll get to view it a lot because it definitely will not be fast pass. I tried to get fast passes as I soon as I too. got the alert. Yeah. And they've been booked uh, to next October. So yeah. there is no way we're getting a fast pass as Florida residents. I wish they would have done a pass holder preview. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to do it for a whole week, at least a weekend. Give us a shot. <laughs> yeah. Give me a crack at it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or at least don't open up the fast passes uh, for them and then us. Yeah. Maybe there'll be open. a single rider line or something. I'm going to be willing to wait in the queue mm. for a little while. I mean, I waited four hours for Gringotts and four hours for Hagrid's and... I mean, for, you know, you smugglers for an hour and a half. Gray. I love the parks. <laughs> I love attractions. So I'm What do you to do for four hours in a queue line? Uh, well, it depends. So in Hagrid's, <laughs> I talked to uh, the two people I was with. Um, <laughs> in, uh, in Gringotts, you know, it just, it just depends. Sometimes you're just listening to your uh, Bluetooth and watching soccer. I mean, it's, oh. it's all different. Yikes. I don't know. I'd have to bring a backpack of food or something in a portable bathroom. Yeah, because you do not want to take water. That's when you just <laughs> deal with the dehydration because you don't want to have to leave line and then fight the crowds to get back into your spot. Yeah, I'm sure that would be a pain in the neck. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, hey, if you're not, uh, you should be joining our Patreon family of folks. You could do so by going to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. want to thank all of our current ki- uh, Patreons for uh, their contributions. And it, it helps us do what we do so that we can make this better. Uh, we have a new show for all our patrons at $10. It's a new show all about Disney Plus. Nice. We're Can't wait for that tonight. Plus it up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the show we yep. uh, have yet to record. And uh, it's going to yep. be a good show. Yep. Uh, and then we've added a new uh, $3 level, and we have a special $35 level, which will get you all of the shows, plus a shirt every month. Every month? Every month. What is the design this month? Uh, this is Donald. This okay. was last month, and this okay. month is uh, Pirates. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, last week we had a trivia question, mm-hmm. uh, and it was... Uh, oh gosh, where is it? So, how many different songs play in the background of Prince Charming Regal Carousel? The correct answer was twenty-six. That's correct. Okay, that's right. Can you name them? No, <laughs> no, I cannot at all. Uh, this week's uh show, uh, this week's trivia is brought to you by Character Signatures Autograph Books. Uh, and you can get these high-quality, affordable autograph books uh, mm-hmm. for collecting all your Disney character signatures. For uh, Edward, <laughs> get these. Oh, definitely. <laughs> for how I, much I like to uh, meet I should probably and read get the characters. Oh, definitely. Yep, great for the parks, cruise lines, easy to pack, nice. Uh, the mm-hmm. books are uh, just five ninety nine each with free two-day shipping through Amazon uh, Prime. There's hundreds of different uh, designs for most of your favorite characters. And you can get them at charactersignatures.com. And the winner of this week's trivia question will win two, not these two, but two of their own very special autograph books. Wow. So one for each kid in the family. Yeah. Maybe. 
Yeah, I like yeah. that. I like uh, the one on the right, and you can you can take the one on the left. Yeah. I like that one. You yeah. can you can take the buzz. I'll give it to you. <laughs> I know you like buzz. All right. So here is this week's trivia question. You ready, Edwin? I'm ready. What year did the Skyliner in Walt Disney World, mm-hmm. and not the the I'm saying Skyliner. I'm saying it's Skyway. Skyway. Okay. Which year did the Skyway? What year did the Skyway close in the Magic Kingdom? 2019. <laughs> as soon as they opened up the new one. As soon as they opened, it crashed. <laughs> yep. Uh, if you know the correct answer, send that to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. All right. Here's a, a rumor, and uh, we don't have validation of said rumor. That's why we're calling it rumor. Okay. Uh, the Space 2020 opening date has now been pushed back to April 6th. Due to construction delays. Wow. I know it was supposed to open in March, and before that it was supposed to open at the end of the year. What is yeah. happening, Disney? Yeah. So, uh, allegedly, it's been reported that uh, the restaurant is going to push back their opening. Uh, it was set to open March 30th, but we've now heard a rumor that has been bumped to April 6th. Mm-hmm. Disney has not confirmed this information as of yet. The delay, according to uh, some sources, is that due to these large panes of glass that they're trying to install on the mm-hmm. building, okay. they've been broken for the second time. Wow. So that's for the screens that are supposed to I simulate space? I don't know if it's space? the screens or actual like windows that you know maybe screens will be in front of or okay. something. It's got to be some kind of egress to get out of the building, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so allegedly there's some windows. So they ordered them. They got broken. They take eight weeks to get new ones because they're custom windows because they're probably curved because the building, I think, is going to be roundish. Yeah, yeah. Got the second, and they broke again. Wow. And now, how about getting them inside of the building? That has got to be How about putting them somewhere until you're ready to install them? Or putting something in front of them to stop when people nick them from yeah. exploding. Yeah. Or laminated glass. Yeah. I mean, that's the benefit to laminated glass. Right. So, since... They've ordered the the second round. Mm-hmm. They put the roof on the building, so now oh, no. they believe that they're going to have to take the roof off the building to put the glass in. Whoa! Because they don't want to damage it, trying to you know put it in a squeeze it into something that has <laughs> from from a somebody container. in the architecture field that is not an easy yeah. thing to do. I mean, it's it's good that it's not open yet and they're doing it, right? Um, but to take off all the nailing and. <laughs> to get the equipment out there that it takes to yeah. lift something as heavy as a roof. Uh, you know, they're probably going to take it off piece by piece and then put yeah. it get back together piece by piece. It's going to yeah. be a nightmare. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, they're also saying that test, uh, a menu, te- a te- menu testing uh, phase is still happening and uh, advanced uh, dinner reservations. I've been looking for the advanced dinner reservations, but mm-hmm. I don't think they've opened it now because... It's been pushed back to, again. Yeah, they're just holding off just in case another yeah. piece of glass gets broken. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Do you know what their menu is going to be? Any idea no, on that? No, they haven't leaked any of it. Okay. I, I wonder if it's going to be international, like the International Space Station, or if it's going to be like it's gonna be freeze-dried like, uh, everything. Yeah, Tang and Dipping Dots. <laughs> astronaut ice cream. I'll take astronaut ice cream yeah. as a dessert. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. Reservations to open later this year for Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser at Walt Disney World. The Disney Parks blog has just announced that reservations will open up later this year for Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. This upcoming experience is the first of its kind, a two-day and two-night immersive vacation that is said to take guests to a galaxy far, far away in a way that only Disney can create. 
The new Walt Disney World Resort Hotel will begin welcoming guests in 2021. Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser's completely new type of experience, says Ann Morrow Johnson, executive producer for Walt Disney. Imagine you're, you're going to live on board a Star Cruiser and you can get wrapped up in the larger Star Wars story. And from what I have heard, this is going to be a cruise-like experience. Yeah. And it's going to be at a more expensive than cruise-like price. Yeah. I've heard $2,500 for two nights, three days, and that's per person. Oh, what? So that's five grand. No way. Yeah. Second uh, second mortgage territory. I'm out. I mean, I'd rather I'd rather save up and get a Club 33 membership. Yeah. I would tell you, uh, sign up because th- they have a website and they're collecting email addresses mm-hmm. to get notified when reservations open. So if this is I have to do for you, mm-hmm. uh, I would get on the list because I, my prediction. There's going to be a waiting list for this. You really think so? I believe there'll be at least a year, maybe two. I don't think there's going to... I think the price is going to scare people off, and all of a sudden it's Disney's going to be scrambling and dropping the price and dropping the price. That's probably why they haven't announced the price yet, because they just don't know what people are willing to bite on. No, they've floated many surveys mm-hmm. about pricing for this already, mm-hmm. and they've gotten their analytics, and whatever it's going to start at... Mm-hmm. I bet it's going to go up. Really? Yeah. I bet. Do it quickly because I think the price is really. I think once the demand increases, mm-hmm. they're going to go, well, why are we only charging 25 <laughs> when we could get, you know, 3000 Jeez. For two nights. <clears throat> two nights, three person. days. And you can't add more and you can't take off. It's a, a set day. Like you get set days, you get. That's it. And they probably know that if you're going to come in for a week, let's say, you're going to stay at one of their hotels for a couple of days. That's then right. you're going to stay at this hotel. Right. Then you're going to go back to their hotels. Probably, yeah. So they know yeah. they're just printing money over there. Oh, I mean, gotcha. Is that something you're going to do? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're predicting this is going to be the uh, the thing to do for the next decade. So Unless somebody curious. wants to, you know. Pony up? Yeah, pony up $2,500. I'm, no. I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in the same boat. I'll just watch the videos and hear from bloggers and whatever. Yeah, uh, let, let all the people who uh, Disney gives it to yeah, them for free, yeah. let them go and make their videos. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we spoke about this a little bit. Uh, FastPass Plus selections are now available for uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Mm-hmm. Uh, guests can now make fast passes if you can. Uh, selections to listen if you have a hotel reservation you probably have a better shot than us pass holders absolutely we have a 30-day window you get 180 you probably have a better shot at uh, doing this wake up at 4 a.m and make them yeah i i think they open at six or seven for the the next 180th day yeah i'm not sure what time it is i knew it was somewhere early early in the morning but yeah whenever you're way out there do it because i i look in the morning for mine as far as mine can go and i have a one day hopper loaded on mine so that i could jump on a 30 day and there's not a chance i'm just letting the one day hopper sit because i like the reach but yeah not working yeah uh this is gonna open march 4th uh disney's hollywood studios fast pass reservations are now uh become available on the my disney experience app obviously for guests visiting uh after opening day, March 4th, when the attraction opened, guests will be able to enjoy the 2.5D World of Mickey. 2.5D? Half D. Yeah. So ha- half, half, half of them is 3D and yeah. half is in 2. Yeah. I've heard it's a lot of uh, old school uh, flat stuff. 
I hope there's some still some more practical, still some animatronics that were kept behind. I mean, that is one of the attractions that yeah. you know I really enjoyed. Yeah. So they leaked a little bit more. They're saying uh, at Mickey's, uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, guests will enter a brand new Mickey Mouse cartoon short. Perfect mm-hmm. Picnic is the name of the cartoon. Do you think that's going to be in the Chinese theater where you normally see all those westerns, the shorts? I think so. Playing. Yeah. And, uh, so I wonder if you're going to have people camping out and watching the whole short. Uh, maybe. Back. Maybe. Uh, it'll be a one-of-a-kind adventure where anything can happen because, remember, only mouse rules apply. Now, I also heard another special effect is there's, like, the two passenger cars. Mm-hmm. And at some point, they're going to kind of, like, break away from each other. Hmm. Are they going to be the same vehicles that were used yes. in Great Movie Ride? Yes. Same same track. They didn't make any changes to the track, I heard, too. Okay. So the break apart could always be where the gangster scene and the western scene were right. previously. Pew. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. gets locked here for an extra story and one right. gets locked here. Yep. I heard they're also going to come up like from underwater and rise up. Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, thinking of the pirates effect that they have out in Shanghai. Right. Uh, so here's uh, the new uh, Hollywood Studios uh, kind of tier. Uh, you can now select between either Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run, or Slinky Dog Dash. That's your tier one. Mm-hmm. So pick one of those, and then everything else will be tier two. My recommendation is still go with Slinky Dog. And, and the reason why I say that is I go on Smugglers Run every night after about 3 o'clock. It's a walk-on. Really? single rider and it's really yeah and it's really short in the regular mm. line and it goes fast and in that total time your wait time if it says 45 minutes well like 20 of it is up until you get to the first pre-show area okay. and then the rest is hanging out right um so i would still do your slinky dog and mm. then wait till you're later in the day for smugglers run and you'll get everything in yeah. that you want to get and i'm not sure about making minis run away yeah. obviously but yeah well if they keep it open might be a good time to see it during one of the fireworks shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. While they still have them. Yeah. While Fantasmic's going on and draws the crowd and the yeah. other galactic spectacular. Yeah, and the going. animation. Because they have two fireworks. They have the Star Wars show and then the animation show. So yeah. pick one and probably just, you know, I'll see the animation show and go do Mickey. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Uh, all right. Hey, don't forget, uh, please go to facebook.com uh, forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. We have two meetups coming. One is going to be at the City Works Poor House. Uh, not poor as in I can't afford it. Poor as in beer mm-hmm. <laughs> at Disney Springs. And we were there, uh, mm-hmm. me and uh, John and Sarah. Yeah, I saw the video. It was it was cool. It was yeah. a great showcase of what the restaurant is, and it made me upset I wasn't there. <laughs> It's a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. There's three bars, a huge bar inside, and then a big bar outside, and a mini kind of grab-and-go bar. Mm -hmm. It's got three stools, but its primary purpose is for people to walk up and grab something and leave. They have 90 Mm -hmm. beers on tap. You can make your own flight of four beers, which I love, because Mm -hmm. sometimes they go, oh, we're going to give you these four beers. Well. Great, I like one, and I don't like the other three. Yeah, yeah. So now you can just pick four, mm-hmm. any any four off the menu, yeah. and make your own flight. And if you have a good server, they're going to, and you say, hey, I'm not really sure what goes with this. I'd yeah. really like my favorite one, but I right. want to know what else pairs with it. They right. can recommend right. what else goes along yeah, with it. Yeah, they have some uh, hard seltzers, hard ciders, all that kind of stuff. Nice. So we really enjoyed it. And then uh, John will tell us next week, uh, they went back on Saturday for the brunch. Oh, okay. which I heard was I did Canada. I took the hit over in Canada. John took the hit over at uh, City Walk. So uh, we'll do that. And then uh, 
May 2nd, uh, we're going to Ravello's uh, brunch. Breakfast? Breakfast? Yeah, breakfast. Brunch. Primarily breakfast, brunch. Yeah. I think yeah. they called it brunch last time because yeah. I'm I'm sure it was the same thing we did last time, which was yeah, an it amazing. It was a fun meetup. It was a great yeah. meetup. I mean, we, yeah. we hung out for what, like six hours? I yeah. Mean, it wasn't a just a come in and love and shove, as right. uh, you like to say about yeah, Disney. Exactly. It was definitely a, a, an amazing meetup to be a part yeah. of. Yeah. Uh, I was looking into, uh, talk about some other events we're trying to do. I was talking to, uh, looking into uh, Dine with Imagineer, and apparently they only do it on like weekdays. Yeah, Wednesdays and Fridays, yeah. and I don't know. <laughs> Imagineers don't work on the weekends, Tony. Come yeah. on. Yeah. They can't come and have lunch with 12 guests? No, for <laughs> them it's work. <laughs> so either we're going to try and do that and get some people to come, mm-hmm. or we might do it as a special event, which may cost a little more. So yeah. uh, I'll look into that and see uh, if there's a better way to do it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to try to make that yeah. if we can make it happen. Oh, yeah. You, you'll be interested in that. Oh, very much so. Very <laughs> much so. Seeing my future profession. Yeah. Well, uh, I did it, oh, God, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And our Imagineer was a design. Uh, she did interior design. Oh, wow. So she did the castle suite. Nice. Very nice. One of her first projects. Mm-hmm. And then she designed the lobby of the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Wow. That's beautiful. Yeah. And, and she put up with Joe Rody the whole time, so she uh, knows sure. she's got a high level of tolerance. <laughs> that, that's one of the things that I didn't like about it, though, is they didn't announce who your Imagineer was ahead of time. Yeah. It, w- it would have been great if they could have said, right. hey, there's this person who's focused in entertainment, there was this po- person who's focused in attractions, this right. person who's focused in the hotels. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, it's just uh, you're going to show up and somebody else is yeah. going to get tapped on the shoulder that day and right. told to head down yeah. to the Brown Derby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think you could do it at Citrus Coast now, too. Uh, but I would tell you to go to uh, the Brown Derby because they have, they put you in the bamboo room, which is a small room off the side. It only seats twelve, so okay. it's a pretty intimate affair. And when we were there, there was four of us. There wow. was me, my mother, and a couple. That's four it. of us sitting at the table with the Imagineer. Carte Blanche did whatever. We, I mean, she didn't even eat her lunch. She just talked, mm-hmm. and then they boxed up her lunch for her to take back to her desk. Wow. How yeah. lo- how many hours? It was like an hour, hour and a half? No. It's probably like two or more. Wow. Yeah. And she didn't eat? Man. No. No, she just talked. We asked <laughs> questions. We ate. You know, we were eating while she was talking, and then... We would ask questions. Yeah. <laughs> Every time she went to put the fork down, you asked them the question. Yeah. She had yeah. to drop it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That was good. I would tell you to do it, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yep. New capture your moments experience from Disney Photo Pass service launches at the Magic Kingdom. Guests who are celebrating a special occasion while visiting Walt Disney World now have the option to book a private photo shoot at Magic Kingdom with the new capture your moment experience from Photo Pass. This new experience will allow guests to book a period of time with a Disney PhotoPass photographer during regular park hours at Magic Kingdom. Your PhotoPass photographer will share the available locations for your personalized photo shoot and discuss the details on what you're looking for before they escort you to the location you've chosen. All Capture Your Moment PhotoPass sessions include an offer of an iconic view from the Magic Kingdom, including a view from Cinderella Castle. You'll have the opportunity to capture photos there with your photographer for up to 20 minutes once you've arrived at your location. The cost of each Capture Your Moment session is $50. If you're looking for more time in front of the camera, you can book two back-to-back sessions for the discounted price of $100, allowing you to spend up to 40 minutes for your photographer capturing photos. During the 40 minutes, you'll have the option to visit at least 
two photo locations. Reservations can be made beginning today for February 10th and after by calling 407-939-7758. Yeah, so this is all the people that are doing proposals Mm -hmm. and bring things and... You know, I graduated from college, I won the Super Bowl, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My favorite vlogger, she, during her first DCP, did um, PhotoPass. The first thing I thought about was, mm. I wonder if this is one way the cast members can make more revenue. And I don't just mean, hey, you get more because you're going to have more people buying your photos. Mm. But somebody booked you. They thought enough of you to book you. We're going to give you we're going to give you a little bit of a mm. kickback. I mean, right. they're not exactly giving you the cheapest option to book this no. as the guest, so they they need to give a little something <coughs> to the cast member. Right. Right. Yeah, maybe they are giving a kickback to the cast member. I mean, fingers crossed if if so that hurts your stock, but you know. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. I'm, I'm fine. We, we got to got to talk to a a cast member and see yeah. if that's the case. Maybe they'll shoot you over an email and say, "Yeah, we're getting 10 bucks uh for every mm. private session booked." Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, imagine if they could give out cards like, hey, here, you can book me. Mm-hmm. That would be good. I agreed. I mean, that would just force the photographer to reach out and try to upsell themselves. Yeah, because uh, I know some but... people try to, when they come back each year, mm-hmm. they try to, you know, find that, you know, fast pass photographer and try to go back. Yeah. You know, yeah. I know families that have done, you know, two, three, four, five years worth of pictures with one photographer in the same place kind of thing. Yeah, I know yeah. the the uh, Once Upon a Braun is the her mm. the vlogger who I watch and she said, you know, she has some people who come and they want this kind of session and she tries to make it like a yeah. session in front of the yeah. cop taking different kind of pictures and making it really right. unique from him and then you have people behind him who just want to get a, a yeah. snap and run. Yeah. So it, the it love sounds and like shove. Exactly. So it sounds like <laughs> Disney has found a way to kind of delineate between yeah. the two and uh upcharge for that experience. Yeah. Well, they're doing it uh obviously through Disney weddings. Mm-hmm. You know, you can book, you know, before your wedding. I know somebody that's done that. You know, take your all your special pictures around the park. It's got to be, you know, at the crack of dawn because it's got to be before the park opens. Really? Yeah, for those uh, wedding photos, yeah. Okay. So I wonder if they'd let you do that for these kind of sessions. Possibly. So you don't have, uh, you know. Maybe you have to. A whole castle forecourt filled with, you know, five million of your favorite friends. Yeah, maybe there it's before <coughs> or after, but I yeah. mean, one thing I'd like is if you're going to get married there, why not get married during park hours? I mean, I would love to watch a wedding happening in front of the <laughs> castle. <laughs> that, that'd be the best show I'd see. I don't think brides want that. Maybe. <laughs> Some brides might want everybody watching them. I mean, there's a I've reality I've seen bridezillers. <laughs> I think they want it to be about them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's true. That's true. All right, uh, I think this is true. I think Disney finally fessed up that this is going to happen. Uh, Soarin' Over California is returning to Disney's California Adventure uh, starting February 28th. So in celebration of Disney's California Adventure Food and Wine Festival, Soarin' Around the World will once again temporarily re- uh, replaced by the fan favorite Soarin' Over California. Speaking about people who are all about them. Yeah. I don't want to see the world. I live in California. <laughs> I just want to see California. So apparently it's going to start February 28th. The festival is scheduled to end on April 21st, so maybe it's going to end on that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, Disney is not uh, said if Soarin' Over California will continue beyond that point. Is They're saying it's for a limited time run. I'm assuming it's just going to be for the festival dates. Uh, California Adventure guests will be able to experience the classic attraction uh, last uh, last summer, as Disneyland attempted to pull guests away from the new Star Wars Galaxy Edge. Now, uh, excuse me, 
Aren't you trying to get people to go there? <laughs> You're hoping, right? Yeah. Why are you trying to get them to go over to California Adventure? <laughs> I don't know. I Maybe don't... there's nobody in that park anymore? Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, the the, the shine from Radiator Springs, I'm guessing, is worn off. And yeah. The, the Adventures Campus doesn't open until this summer, right? Yeah. Phase one? Yeah. Or phase two? Yeah, what phase it? one, I think, is this summer. Okay. Yeah. So, well... well They'll get people back over there, but it's interesting that they right. know that soaring over California pulls in more people than soaring over the world. Do yeah, you think? Right. Leave it alone. Let them use their fast passes and buy their max passes to get on it. And if your problem is that, just leave it there then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't cost you any more money. Right. You know, you pulled it out, you dusted off the film, you <laughs> threw it back in the projector, and it worked fine. Done. Great. See ya. <laughs> Right. New Lighthouse Point website launched by Disney Cruise Line outlines site plans and more. Disney Cruise Line has launched a new informational website with details on its plans for the southern point of Urethra Light Point in the Bahamas. I think that's Elrethra? I think so. I don't think it's Urethra. <laughs> <laughs> the new website is divided into the following sections. Economic opportunities, environment, culture, community, progress, news, and FAQs. In the progress <laughs> section of the site... Disney has shared an illustration of their plans for Lighthouse Point, which includes an adventure camp with trails and lookout towers, pedestrian nature trails, and even a spa and wellness area. The illustration also shows a North Family Beach and an East Family Beach, along with a South Beach cabanas, which will overlook the ship's berth. Unfortunately, there's no adult beaches. Yeah. The design for Lighthouse Point is inspired by the natural environment and rooted in the culture of Elrethra and the Bahamas more broadly. I'm probably saying that wrong. Disney has made a commitment to work with the Access Accelerator Small Business Development Center who will aid in the development and funding of programs that will provide support for the Bahamian Enterprises seeking to do business at Lighthouse Point. Ooh. Construction will begin on the site once the environmental impact assessment and environmental management plans are accepted by the government, public consultation has occurred, and other necessary government permits and approvals have been granted. Hiring for operational roles is expected to begin in 2022, so... Don't dust that resume off just yet. <laughs> and the expected completion of the area is said to be 2022 or 2023, likely 2023 because it's Disney. Yep. Website address is lighthousepointbahamas, without the E, dot com. Interesting. Yeah, I, I, I like the fact that they've kind of diffused uh, the, um, d the business development area. Right. And... I bet you that's Disney legal stepping in and saying, hey, you don't want to be the one making the decisions on this business or that business. You want to have somebody else making that decision, yeah. so you've plausible deniability. Or the Bohemian government said, we want that It's possible, power. Yeah. but why would, you, why would you want people to say, hey, I'm coming in or not coming in? Mm. Because then they can sue you and say, well, you discriminate against me because I'm not such and such. Right. And so that's just what I was seeing from yeah. Disney is usually they like to have a real tight control right. over their area, but this is yeah. different. Yeah, well, it's an island they don't own. Yeah. Yeah. All right, if you are a Happily Ever After fan, then we have some more interesting news for you. Are you a Happily Ever After fan? Do you like it better than Wishes? Uh, I like the projection. Uh, I think the fireworks can use some improvement. Yeah, I feel like that was the trade-off, yeah. was they took away fireworks for the I nightly I think the calls. Wishes fireworks were, were for spectacular. Absolutely. And this is like, eh, it's, a, eh, it's all right. Yeah, it's like, yeah, well, we'll give you a new show, but you got to take half the fireworks. Yeah, exactly. That's what I feel. Like, the finale is not the wishes, oh, it's like, huh, 
Yeah, yeah. Wishes was PTSD in- yeah. inducing. Yeah. This one, yeah, not this, so much. Yeah, because when that finale started, it was like you would hear the 12 shells go boom, 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 and you knew the finale was coming. Yes. I mean, I counted. There was 12 shells, and it lit up the sky, man. It was good. Anyway. I miss Wishes. Yeah. All right, so they have new beer and wine options and new pricing for this happily ever after dessert party. There are many... Uh, Ways to do this dessert party now. Mm-hmm. All right. So as of February 1st, there are now some uh, new alcoholic beverage options and a new price for the happily ever after fireworks uh, dessert party at the Magic Kingdom. Okay. And are you gonna... forced to do the alcohol? No. You okay. You could do the, the, the non-alcohol, the regular version. Gotcha. And that has some alcohol and non-alcohol. Okay. So it's exactly like you're saying. They're giving you options. If you want to take the options, you can have them. Right. If you want to give us more money. If not, yeah. that's okay too. Yeah. Uh, the party features a dessert and savory buffet at the Tomorrowland ter- Terrace, plus reserved viewing uh, for the fireworks spectacular. The buffet includes things like chocolate-dipped strawberries, hand-scooped ice cream, create-your-own cookies and cupcakes, and ooey-gooey toffee cakes, uh, action stations like uh, for s'mores, mm. and other character-themed desserts, uh, plus they have egg rolls, spinach dip, and savory options. Mm. Drinks include our sparkling cider, hot chocolate, signature lemonade, coffee, and tea. Plus, for guests 21 over, some dessert party options now include a selection of beer and wine. Do you think Walt's rolling over in his grave? Well, this is the only place that you can get beer and wine or be our guest or Tony's. Or, 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 yeah. <laughs> you can only get it here or here or but here But you have or to here. be inside a restaurant. Yeah. You can't get it freely... Walking around the Magic Kingdom. What about Skipper Canteen? Don't they have alcohol in the menu at Skipper Canteen? Inside the restaurant. Okay. Uh, you can't take it outside the restaurant. So that's the delineation. Yep. Uh, so now guests can choose between a standing option of a view in the plaza garden area. That's the little grassy knoll okay. in, in front of the castle. Nice. Or the sitting at the Tomorrowland Terrace itself. Uh, there's the upper sitting and the lower seating. And I would tell you to try and get the lower seating. Yeah, unless you want to see a lot of roof. Yeah, or a lot of people's heads or people walking past you. Uh, both options include the buffet. The Plaza, uh, Plaza Garden View is now only $79 Ooh. Uh, for adults and 47 for kids, up from $69 and $41. This option does not include the beer and wine. So 10 bucks more for not beer and wine yes all right the tomorrowland terrace view is now 99 dollars for adults 59 dollars for kids which is up from the 84 and 50 and beer and wine is included in that option now when i did this probably nine years ago wow it was 39 dollars now that is when you want to do it (laughs) absolutely for an adult with the alcohol so worth it so worth it Uh, where are those days gone out the window. <laughs> now, wait a minute. There's an after fireworks dessert party. Yes. Which reverses things. So guests will enjoy the viewing in the plaza garden mm-hmm. and then followed by the dessert uh, party at the Tomorrowland Terrace. So if you're not in a rush to get out of the park, mm. then you get the viewing. Yep. And then you can have dessert and watch everybody leave. <laughs> and there'll be nobody on your bus on your uh, ride back to the resort. And I heard it's all the same stuff, too. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's the good news. Personally, yeah. I would rather do the after option I because why not wait till the monorail leaves with everybody on it and 
you can go by yourself. Yeah. Now, the pricing for the after party is only $89 for adults, $53 for kids, uh, which is up from $69.41. And this option uh, features the same dessert and savory stuff uh, and the beer and wine uh, selections. And obviously, reservations are highly recommended. Now, you can't, I think there's even an option for same day party. Mm hmm. So you could go to like guest relations and get a ticket, and I think that only includes the reserved Plaza View area, and I'm not sure if it includes the buffet. Okay. But it's guaranteeing you at least the Garden View area. Is that for a discount if they have availability? Yeah. Oh, I, I okay. Think so. I okay. think so. So check with guest relations. I believe there's another option too that they're not mentioning here. Yeah, I, I might be willing to do that one. Yeah. Although, uh, you know, I've wanted to do the Frozen one. I heard the Frozen one was really good mm. over in Epcot. Yeah. And so that's one I've wanted to do. Um, and it has a lower sticker than this. So yeah. So it's definitely yeah, yeah. Uh, more viable. But then again, there are savory options on this one right. and, and right. alcohol options. I'm not surprised that they are not doing this for every fireworks mm. show. Yeah. Each park looks like they're operated independently because mm. um, they are. I don't even know if Animal Kingdom has it. I think it, it was like no. just the three parks have it and it started in the Magic Kingdom yeah. and it kind of filtered on yeah. to Hollywood and Epcot. Yeah. And the studios only does it for. Uh, the Christmas, you oh, know, they'll do it jingle for, bell, yeah. jingle, bam. <laughs> uh, my favorite firework show. Mm -hmm. Uh, they'll do it for that, but I don't think they do it any. They did they do it. A Star Wars one. They did it when they had the frozen fireworks. Oh, they for did for that limited time. They oh. were doing a little dessert party for that. I thought for sure they had one for Star Wars. They did. That was a limited thing too. Oh, that kind of okay. went away. Gotcha. Um, but they should be doing it. Yeah. I, I mean. It's just more money for them. I haven't checked it out at night. I know over Christmas time I went <laughs> past, and it was right outside of like 50s Prime. Mm. They were setting up for yeah. a buffet there, a dessert right. buffet there. So uh, I'm guessing that was the Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam one. Yeah, could have been. Could have been. But I haven't seen it. They're still doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Star Wars, a galaxy far, far away show ending this month at Disney's Hollywood Studios. According to Disney, the Star Wars, a galaxy far, far away stage show will be closing soon. While an exact date hasn't been set, we're hearing that the closing will be in February ahead of the grand opening of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. In the show, new characters and classics alike will take the stage at the middle of Disney's Hollywood Studios to strike a pose for guests. The show implemented mobile stages back in the fall of 2017 to allow for a better view of the Chinese theater during nighttime shows. The stages would then partake in a parade of sorts backstage after the last performance of the evening, which I got caught in this week, which was fun. <laughs> It's possible that Disney could be ending the show to provide a much better view, uh, better visual down Hollywood Boulevard, where the brand new Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway sign will light up the night as it welcomes guests to Disney's newest attraction. <laughs> and if I had to guess, I would say that's absolutely what it is. I oh, mean, God, you look yes. at you look at the other three parks, and they have clear, defined icons: yeah. the tree, the sphere, or the golf castle. ball, or the yeah. whatever you want to call it. And, exactly, in the yeah. castle, and um. I just think the Chinese theater was never there. Right. I think the hat was, funny right. enough. Uh, people made fun of the hat, yeah. but I think the hat was an icon when yeah. they used to have the sorcerer's hat, and then they right. got rid of it, and you just wonder why. Right. Well, the thing was, it started out as the Earful Tower. Then Oh, they, yeah, in the back of the park, right? By Damn Jam Tower. By the Backlot yeah. Express. Yep, that was the original one. Then they put the hat, then they got rid of the hat, and now what is now like if you look at pins and things, it's like the Tower of Terror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't see the icon 
yeah. down the street. Yeah, yeah. You got to <laughs> you know, go. Unless I got Ben vision, you got to go in, take a right, yeah. go down to the end yeah. of the hall, and there it'll be, and yeah. you'll see it at an angle. Yeah. The best way to actually see the tower, the Hollywood Tower Hotel, is if you go to um, the Cars Land show that nobody's watching. Yeah. And you look at it from there. I mean, that is the perfect spot to take yeah. a picture of that. Right. You look like you're underneath the structure. It's about to right. drop on top yeah. of you. Because you're close. Very, yeah. very close. As close as you can get. Yeah. I don't know. I, I remember there there was a conflict with Grumman and Disney about the theater and how it can be depicted or used. Oh, so I don't okay. know if they have the complete absolute rights to you know, make it the icon of the park. Gotcha. And put it on pins and shirts and things like that. Without paying Grumman some kind of, you know, royalty, royalty license fee for using their icon. So I'm not sure what the whole agreement is uh, of late. Is that because they call it the Chinese Theater? And it's that Grumman's name be Chinese t- Theater. Wow. It's owned by, I guess, a Grumman company or somebody. It's owned by some corporation, I believe, oh, if okay. I'm not mistaken. I don't know. I have to go back and, and look it up again. But, yeah, it's owned by some corporation. So Wow. That's, yeah. that's disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, so they should make their own, and they could do whatever the hell you want with it. Yeah, call it call it the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway Theater. Yeah, Done. exactly, exactly. All right, uh, Magic Kingdom is extending their park hours in uh, March of 2020. Uh, they adjusted the extra magic hours. Uh, Disney's just extended park hours for the Magic Kingdom in March. Here are the changes. On March 1st, 6th, and 7th, park hours have been extended from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m., a whole whopping hour. <laughs> then on March 8th through the 16th and 18th through the 31st, the hours were extended from 9 p.m. till 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. And then on March 17th, park hours uh, extended from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. That's two extra hours on the 17th. Wow. Now, I don't know if you guys remember, like back in the 70s and 80s. I'm not going to remember before I was born now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But I remember, like, the park being open till like, 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if if I'm crazy, somebody tell me, but I remember leaving there very late in the morning. I've been or, there after midnight several yeah. times. And, yeah. um, I, you know, they just they they shrunk and shrunk and shrunk. They used to do a fireworks show, like, an early show, like, at 8 or mm-hmm. 9 for the kids. And then there was a later one, like, at 11 or 12. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. used to have a parade, too. Yeah. Oh, a parade. What's that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's that? Uh, yeah, um... I, I can see why they're extending it though now. I mean, I think that was well, after breaks coming too. Oh eight, it all, yeah. it all, they all kind of shrunk their hours, and then mm. they found out. Well, if we put things on the beginning and the end, we can make money. Yeah. Um. But the parks were jammed this weekend, and yeah. typically, as you would know, I mean, January, February is when the locals go to the parks, and September yeah. is when the locals right. go to the parks. Right. We haven't been able to go to the parks and have a decent day. It was dead at Universal mm. and crazy at Disney. Yeah. And I think this is just a reaction to that is yeah. they probably didn't expect to be this busy. They are this busy. They're getting complaints at guest relations mm. that they're not getting. People aren't getting on their 10 rides that they want to get on. Right. All right. We'll give you another hour. If you want to hang out and go on the rides, mm. here you go. We're not giving you anything for free. Yeah. yeah. And I think I think spring break is going to be slammed, too. Yeah. And there was uh, I saw cheerleaders, which I normally don't see. I'm like, cheerleaders in January? Isn't it a little early? It's not even springtime. It's not <laughs> summertime. It's not any time. Why, why are you here? Yeah, it was a bunch of cheerleading groups and yeah. Brazilian tour groups. Yeah. I mean, Epcot. I mean, I ran into uh, so many people with signs, and yeah. then everybody in between the, the numbered signs were cheering and chanting and dancing. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. So you know what time it is. Yeah, exactly. 
This spring, a new Type-C monorail will enter into service at Tokyo Disney mm. Resort in Japan. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Adding monorails. Yeah. Wouldn't, I wouldn't know what that feels like. Yeah, or getting new ones. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like you'd think a door would have to fall off to get a new one over <laughs> right. here. Right. The first of five trains will enter into service on May 21st, 2020, with the rest of the trains to be introduced by the end of the fiscal year in 2024. The exterior of the monorails follows the accent colors of the Disney Resort line currently in operation with two-tone gradation to create a soft-looking waves on the side. In addition, the Mickey-shaped windows are larger to improve visibility. With the interior, both the height and the width have been widened and the seats have been lengthened to improve the boarding and unloading processes. A freestanding space has also been set up on each side of the vehicle to meet the needs of guests with wheelchairs and wide spaces have been added to the third and fourth cars of each train. The Mickey-shaped handles also have been changed to accommodate three different height levels, so kids and adults alike can use them. Although three is interesting. Mm -hmm. In addition, the observation seats on the monorail have been adjusted to better accommodate strollers and wheelchairs. Why three heights? Is it like child, Asian adult, regular adult? What is the three? Child, grandma, and adult. Oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> if you're hunched, you grab the middle one. Yeah. Because, uh, uh, you know, in... Japan, they don't, you know, just regard or throw out their grandparents. Uh, you know, they usually take them along on trips on the weekends. Yeah, that, that was the problem with Hong Kong when they uh, had Space Mountain and Grandma was riding Space Mountain, not knowing what it was. Oh, Space Mountain looks good. <laughs> <laughs> it's only taking place in space. <laughs> How big can it be? Yeah, you know, right after uh, It's a Small World, it's a perfect place to put Space Mountain. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, uh, if you own uh, DVC at Grand California, you may want to pay attention to this next one. So back in December of 2019, Disney Vacation Club published the 2021 points uh, charts for all 15 resorts. Many of them saw significant changes, obviously, to the point structures, but one has now been amended yet again. Hmm. Uh, the Walt Disney World-based resort experienced uh, major changes to the point alignment for 2021 uh, because it's the 50th, and we'll get into that later. Uh, the number of seasons throughout the year was expanded from five to seven. This wow. way they can refine how many points they're stealing from your account. Okay. And then many dates were shifted among those seasons. Uh, one of the resorts saw uh, only a minor change, and that was the Villas at Disney's Grand uh, California Hotel. In the original 2021 release, many dates and room types were listed as being a point or two cheaper per night. Wow. Oddly, they did not appear to be sufficiently offset or increases anywhere else on the charts. Now, uh, Disney Vacation Club acting... Uh, in its own role as the timeshare manager, reserves the right to adjust the charts annually in response to changes in member demand trends. Hmm. Or park demand trends, which they're not telling you. Or if they want you to buy more points. Right. So, however, the total number of points represented by all villas and all nights of a year must remain relatively unchanged. I like that word, relatively. Yeah, exactly. That's Disney's legal person. <laughs> For every decrease in the nightly cost of a room, there should be an offsetting increase elsewhere on the resort's chart. Again, should. Right. Uh, in this case, such a, an increase was not 
really apparent. Mm. So maybe somebody goofed somewhere. Mm-hmm. Sure they did. Uh-huh. Uh, several days ago, uh, DVC published a revised point chart for 2021 with nightly values that matched 2020. Uh, and you can go see these over, uh, if you want to go see the charts and compare them, they're over at dvcnews.com. I would highly, if you own a DVC, you should definitely be over there. Tim runs an awesome site. Uh, while there was an unknown delay in identifying and fixing the error, exposure was relatively modest. Beginning on January 25, 2020, owners at the Grand California could uh, begin making 11-month reservations, which included the night of January 1st, 2021. The problem was then resolved five days later. Do you think someone just missed a zero? I think somebody missed something. Somebody's head is going to roll for that. How bad was it? I didn't see it. I think if you screw up point charts, it's probably pretty bad. <laughs> That's true. I mean, when your job is to accurately put points on a chart mm-hmm. so that the company doesn't lose their real estate license or <laughs> revenue, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, that, that's a pretty important job. Numbers are tough, Tony. Hey, it's only ones and zeros, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're coding. Yeah, exactly. Refurbishment of the Portica Share area begins at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. Starting from this week... The Disney's Magical Express airline check-in and valet areas across the Portica Share and Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge will be updated. As part of this project, some guest service locations will be modified in a few different phases, including barricades will soon be installed near Disney's Magical Express luggage drop-off and pickup locations in the Portica Share to construct a new ramp. Valet service will move to a permanent new desk nearby in the Portica Share. Disney's Cruise Line service will temporarily move from its current location to the lobby area in front of the Sunset Lounge until the project is complete. And barricades will go up around the existing valet window to transform it into a new airline check-in area. Starting in March, work will begin to enhance the Bell Services area inside the lobby. During this project, Bell Services will temporarily relocate from its current location in the lobby to a nearby station of the resort front desk. This project is currently expected to be completed in April of 2020. Once complete, the port cachet and lobby will welcome guests in an improved layout and inviting experience. I like the valet stand where it is. It's close. Yeah, I, I don't understand this. It was like they're putting... Somebody's going outside that was previously inside, and I'm thinking, what happens if it rains? I hope you still have room for them inside. Mm. They're probably going to just set up a desk kind of like at the Wilderness Lodge that's going to be you know, not attached to building. Mobile. Yeah, that's kind of up front. I agree. You know. Or uh, Riviera, their mm-hmm. desk is out, mm-hmm. not attached to the building. Yeah, it sounds like they're learning lessons and just taking them from their new resorts and yeah. bringing them over and right. hopefully going to make the whole process better for everyone. Yeah. All right, James, how much did... Uh, James. Uh, James, close. Ed. <laughs> Ed. How much did you miss the Muppets uh, Presents? Honestly, when I saw this, I kind of freaked out a little bit. I love great moments in history with just the American parts. Mm. Um I'm not going to ruin the story, but there's yeah. uh, there's a caveat to it, yeah. let me just say. Yeah, so uh, allegedly this is breaking news that The Muppet Presents Great Moments in America History is going to return to the Magic Kingdom February 15th through the 17th. Now, I don't know why these three specific dates, 15, 16, 17, there must be a reason. Yeah. I don't know. Somebody, Somebody's coming to town. Maybe Jim Henson's family is coming to town and uh, yeah, maybe. really <laughs> love to see the Muppets. <laughs> so guests visiting uh, the Magic Kingdom uh, in the coming weekends uh, should keep in mind that the Muppet Presents 
uh, great moments in history. We'll return to the Magic Kingdom for a limited time. The shows will take place uh, daily uh, from Saturday, February 15th through Monday, February 17th. Maybe, oh, 17th, the President's Day? That might be President's Day. If that is, yeah. that's news to me. Uh, I'm not going to run down the whole times, but the shows start at 10.05 and go all the way to 5.15 p.m. Mm-hmm. So it's like every... Half an hour Yeah, half an hour-ish. Uh, note that only the Midnight Ride of Paul Revere version of the show will be presented. I didn't know they had different versions. I That's my caveat. Is there's, there's two different versions. Mm. There was the formation of the Declaration of Independence and the Midnight Ride of Paul Revere. Oh, okay. And so the Declaration of Independence was actually my favorite one. Oh. But uh, I'm not going to complain about seeing it again. Yeah. I think it was a, a great show. It always drew visitors. Yes. Yeah. Um, I never saw a show that didn't have less than, you know, 50 people at it. Right. So it was a little shocking they decided to get rid of it, especially since it's not like they used the upper windows mm. uh, near the Haunted Mansion for anything else. And right. more people watched that show than went into the American Venture. So. Right. My only, I, I like the show too. My only problem was that if there was a large crowd, it did. like Clog you, up the walkway? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You couldn't go... You you were like, uh, how where where how do I get around this massive group of people, <laughs> clogging the entire walkway all the way to the Christmas shop? Yeah, it know? felt like walking around in Disneyland. Yeah, you yeah. couldn't you couldn't <laughs> walk around the walkways. Yeah, uh, just as a reminder, show times may be modified without notice. So, uh, you know, make sure that you check your Disney Experience app or Times Guide when you get there. Maybe. There was some pushback that people wanted to see it, and it was a big draw for people, and they're coming back and complaining that it's not there, and they're giving it a three-day test, and yeah. if it if it shows up, then maybe it's something they continue. Maybe it's yeah. something they move to Hollywood Studios with the other Muppet things. Yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to that. I'd, I'd rather yeah. watch that than the Muppet show at Hollywood Studios. So. Yeah, yeah. And this was actual people doing the puppeting. This wasn't like... Yeah, <coughs> some yeah. kind of fake show. Yeah, and it was really cool. They had a. Uh, I'm sure the stuff was recorded. The lines were recorded, obviously, but mm-hmm. the puppet stuff was actually puppeteers. Was live. Yeah, yeah. they had an orator who would yeah. do his thing, the town crier, and then, yeah. like you said, live puppeteers up top. Yeah. And the the two shows were very unique and very different. Right. And, um, you know, I almost wanted them to expand it and make a couple more shows. Right. Right. Yeah. Good. All right, uh, Edward, you ready for some headline news? If you if you got the sound effect, I'm ready. I'm ready. And now the headline news. All right, let's start with uh, Mr. Kirk Douglas passed away. He was only 103. If only we get <laughs> so lucky. Yeah, I'm not going to make it to 103, but uh, you know, 20,000 leagues. I. I I gotta. I have it on my watch list on my Disney Plus, but I gotta. I think bump that up to uh, a higher ranking now that, unfortunately, passed away. Have you ever seen it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw it in the theaters as a as a kid. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I wish. Yeah. I, not to say that I'm 103, but <laughs> I have seen it. Uh, hey, Disneyland Resort is adding fast passes to Utopia, Monsters Inc., uh, Mike and Sully uh, to the rescue. So two attractions are getting. Uh, fast passes over there. That's or, that's interesting. I understand Autotopia. Apparently it's Monsters uh, successful. Inc. Mike and Sully to the rescue. That's a walk on every single time I've gone out there. Yeah. yeah. Well, they like throwing fast passes around when they can. Well, if you got any friends in the chat room that uh, are from California, maybe they yeah. know something we don't. Yeah. Uh, new Millennium Falcon Pandora Charm is heading to uh, Disney Park soon. 
Uh, I also saw that I think uh, Pandora is also releasing an annual pass holder uh, mm. Pandora charm. So if you're into that Pandora charm money spending spree, <laughs> uh, you got two new choices. I don't think either one of us are going to be adding to our bracelets. No. I believe that they should make a male version of this thing because mm -hmm. they would sell the snot out of it. Yeah. I um, really think so. Yeah, they just have to design it in a way that appeals to, to males. To guys, and, yeah. And, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's enough Disney fans out there that are male. And Hell, yeah. Why not? Yep. Uh, the Grand Floridian Beach Pool and Water Play area is going for a refurbishment beginning February 10th. So if you're heading to the Grand Flow anytime soon, be prepared for that. I feel like that just went under refurbishment. Last year, at some point in time, that was under refurbishment when I when I went there with my family. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like maybe I they just it, do something to they all had the water the play stuff area, once a year. Yeah, I think so. I, I think they paint everything and okay. make it skiddy again, not skiddy. You know. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, yeah, make it so it's less of a slip and fall hazard yeah, and yeah. more of a, yeah, yeah, there's tactile. Yeah. Uh, and then, I don't know if you saw this, uh, Edward. About the hand? <laughs> Somebody's losing their bits and pieces. Uh, there was a small malfunction over at the uh, Carousel of Progress. Uh, unfortunately, Father lost his hand. Oh, man. <laughs> Good good news. Nobody ran off with it like they did yeah. at uh, Epcot when uh, people were stealing stuff out right. the back. Well, and that guy has now been convicted. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, he, he he got yeah. caught, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? Who it, was was it? A contractor or who was it? No, it was a cast member. No, it, was it still? Was it? Were they still employed as a cast member? Yes. Yeah. Wow, how stupid are you? It's not even your last day, and you're yeah. going to Costa Rica. Yeah. I mean, you still work there? Yeah. How yeah. do they catch him? Uh, I don't know. Probably cameras. There's Bazillion, bazillion cameras. I almost feel like if they didn't catch him right away, it couldn't have been cameras. He probably yeah. bragged to somebody. Or maybe, or maybe they saw it on eBay being sold. <laughs> hey, what's Buzzy doing on eBay? Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, Rover didn't eat Father's hand, so maybe. You now this is probably a good indication. Maybe it's time to do a little rehab. You know, fix it up a little bit. I'm a little afraid they're not gonna come to that conclusion. They're gonna come to the conclusion that it's time to hit the scrap heap. I I don't know. I would be really This is sad. a World's Fair attraction. Mm -hmm. The thing that started it all. Mm -hmm. I, I think people would be very upset if it went bye-bye. I agree, but I just don't think they care about us over here in Walt Disney World. I mean, if it was Disneyland, <coughs> I mean, there would be people well, setting fire to It was in Disneyland, and then and we they moved it. Uh, yeah, we moved. They moved it. But over here... It'd be like closing it to Small World. Now, that I'd be down for, but not so much Carousel Progress or Tiki Room. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't ever ride it's a small world. It's just one of those things. I've ridden it in three different countries, and you know, or you know, California here and, yeah. and Paris. And I'm good. Oh, really? There's a version in Paris. Mm -hmm. Is it better than our two versions? Uh, they're all equally annoying. Yeah, yeah. I, it's a small world is not my favorite attraction. Let's just put it that way. Um, I don't think know. it's anybody's. Well, it may be some people. It's, it's got to be somebody's. Yeah. I mean, I love Carousel Progress. It is mm. one of those things that yeah. it's it operates seasonally, and when it's open, I go uh, on Carousel yeah. Progress. I go all the time. Yeah, yeah. I love the attraction. Yeah. Um, you know, and they've updated over time, which mm. is good. Yeah. Um, maybe they'll update it again. I just really hope they do. I yeah. hope they don't just toss it away right i know people have been saying they should update the last scene and make it more you know there should be an alexa or google home or something 
you know, Google Home, <laughs> turn on the uh, oven to 500. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there should be some, you know, make it, you know. I mean, they were wearing VR stuff before VR was cool. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. You know, and now they could really update that and make it, you know, like a Google VR experience or something. Well, I thought it got updated like five years ago or something. Mm. I mean. And it's crazy. Just yeah. technology changes so fast. I can see why Disney wouldn't yeah. want to update it because they're like, okay, yeah, we'll put in, yeah. you know, Google Home, and then yeah. in five years we're going to be putting Uncle in the next Fester thing. Uncle Fester can turn on the Christmas lights, you know, on the Christmas tree. Google Home, turn on the Christmas tree. I, I like know. I like Grandma beating everybody at video games. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I like. <laughs> That's fun. You know, I don't. They could do a whole bunch of stuff in there. Yeah. All right. Hey, we want to thank you all uh, for listening to this week's show and thank our guest host Edward. Anytime, anytime. Yeah. Call on me if I'm I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. Well, you do you ever in the chat room? No. I'm usually busy on Monday nights. Yeah. So I usually play sports on Monday yeah. nights. Um, and you're not on Facebook either. No. Which would make that a problem. I mean, I am, but I'm not. You you'd see it. There's somebody uh. who thumbs up the uh, the 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 event today. <laughs> <laughs> but it's something I only use to get on, you know, adult sports and, you know, go around and play. You play don't in other actually states. use your Facebook account. No, yeah. Never, never, never. I just say, hey, I need a team, and uh, I'll be in New Orleans this weekend, and there you go. There I am. Yeah, there's another use for Facebook. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for joining, and uh, as we like to say around here, we'll see, see you in, in the, the parks. parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Disney Parks.